Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Milwaukee's philanthropic community is brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. And I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach. The first nonprofit organization we'll be talking with today has caught the attention of quite a few news stations over the last number of months. CBS News 58, News 12, Spectrum News, TMJ4. They're all talking about this nonprofit because it's a very special place of belonging, a place to build friendships and build life skills. In the second half of the show, we'll be learning more about a nonprofit that was started all because a mom wanted the world to see how wonderful her daughter is. And she wanted to send a global message that every individual is worthy of acceptance every single day. A very pertinent message right about now. So lots of good stuff today. So let's get right to it. My first guest today is Levi Stein, Executive Director of the Friendship Circle of Wisconsin, whose mission is to provide people with special needs the support, the friendship, and the inclusion they deserve. Welcome to the show today, Levi. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So just in case people missed all those news reports, tell us about the Friendship Circle story. All right, sure. Friendship Circle was founded in 1994 when a boy by the name of Daniel Sobel committed suicide tragically, and his family wanted to make his life mean something and make a difference to people that would come after him. So Friendship Circle was established to really generate friendship and make sure that no one is left behind. Too often, kids who don't have friends can fall into a depression, can feel isolated, and we really need to fight that war in isolation and make sure that nobody is left behind. And even though many organizations help out in, you know, in different types of support groups and all different kinds of great care and therapeutic care, where Friendship Circle stands out is really with our Friends at Home program, where we peer teen volunteers to visit the home of children with special needs just to give them fun and friendship. And this unconditional love just flows from their youthful spirit and just catches on and really makes a difference to a kid with special needs. You know, think about not being invited to a birthday party of a classmate. Think about you know, not having a friend. How does that make you feel and how does that make you succeed in life? And when you have kids who are teens, who are not professionals, they just come to hang out with you. It's this unconditional love. It's this unconditional care. They just come to you in your home, the place where you're most comfortable hanging out on, where you have no fears, and they just hang out with you. Well, that's life-changing, and that really, really makes a difference to kids with special needs, but it also empowers the teens to not only give back, but also to feel like they have a friend, a special friend, who loves them unconditionally as well. Hmm, that's wonderful, the whole idea of companionship and a place to belong. You know, everybody needs that, right? That's, that's wonderful. And again, the way that you are different from other nonprofits, nonprofits serving the special needs community is that you, you're not focused on that therapeutic care, right? You're just saying here is a special place. It's a gathering place for people to just come and feel a sense of, of family and community, right? 
Yes, we specifically have teens doing the volunteering because kids with special needs often have a lot of professionals in their lives. They have doctors, they have therapists, they have all sorts of adults telling them what to do. Sometimes they just want to be themselves. They just want to be with another friend and be treated just like any other kid is. And teens can really provide that. They're not there as a babysitter, they're there as a friend. And they hang out, they'll play board games, they'll run out outside, they'll play card games, they'll do whatever it is that kids do. And that's, you know, that's really where Friendship Circle stands out and makes that difference. And this gives them the motivation and the confidence to do well in therapy and to do well in school when they go back the next day because they're proud of who they are. They feel like they have a friend, they have cool friends, and that really keeps them going. Yeah, so you're providing like a, an additional opportunity for them to, to grow aside from, like you said, the doctors, the, the, the professionals. So again, that's, that's wonderful. You have something that's really unique called the Friendship Bakery. You want to tell us about how that was inspired and then your unemployment training program. How, how does that work? So at one of our Friendship Circle programs, one of the moms really, you know, was crying to my wife and I and saying that her son, who's in his mid-30s, has been trying to get a job for the last 10 years. And every time he, a position opens up and he's able to get the job, it somehow disappears within a week or two. And the employer will say, well, there's no longer a position or I'm sorry, it didn't work out. And she was just like, I wish they would tell me why. Why is it not working out? If there was a skill that we need to work on at home, I would work with him, but no one's telling me what to work on. We're sending job coaches and they think it's going well. And then the employer says it's just not working out. And she just wished that there was a program that would give him those skills and also evaluations to be able to tell them where they stand. So, of course, our response was, well, let's start a program that employs adults with special needs and teaches them the skills that they need to, be, to have in the workplace. And that's how Friendship Bakery was born. This is about two and a half years ago. Mm, that's great. And then you're just teaching them life skills. You're teaching them uh, occupational skills, you know, all kinds of things that are going on there, right? Yeah, we have a 50-point checklist of skills that we're working on every day. Everything from showing up on time to how to get dressed to all the hygiene that we need to be careful about in the kitchen to how to talk to coworkers, how to take instruction from managers, and of course, how to bake awesome bakery and eat it, of course. Well, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I'm down for that. That sounds really good. Um, what are some of the most life-changing elements and, and programs then that the Friendship Circle offers? Give us some idea of some other things that you guys do. So I can tell you when I was just beginning with Friendship Circle, this takes us back to the late 90s when it all started. So I was growing up in a small community. I did not have that many friends. And volunteering for Friendship Circle as a teenager myself really gave me the opportunity to have a friend who loved me unconditionally. He didn't care how I dressed. He didn't care how I looked. He was just my best friend. And obviously it gave me the opportunity to give friendship to him and to be a friend to him. But to me, what was life-changing was that he was a friend to me. And I'll never forget the day when I brought him to school with me and all my friends saw him and saw how he didn't care about the little things. He just cared that he had a friend to hang out with. And it really brought perspective 
on what it means to be a true friend. And the Friends at Home program is not just life-changing for the kids with special needs. It is life-changing for everybody involved. It's life-changing for the teens who volunteer, for the parents who have a few-minute break, for the you know, kids with special needs, for their siblings. It really, really brings a circle of friendship around. So that is extremely life-changing for everybody involved. The Friendship Bakery program, which is the employment training program, think about an adult in his 40s who has never had a job, who never felt that he can be productive, and now feels that not only is he a productive member of society, but he's able to get a paycheck, he's able to help support his family, he's able to support himself and live a full and independent life. There's nothing better than that. Mm, That's wonderful. You know, I like what you talked about before about being a friend, you know, they say you should, you shouldn't go out into the world looking for a friend, you should go out in the world to be a friend. And how, you know, it just, it, it's, it makes that connection to, it's just a different way of looking at things. And I can share with you a story that happened with one of our friends at home families. So there was a kid with special needs who was nonverbal, and he got friends at home for a full year. And the teens were always wondering, were they connecting and were they making a difference to, this, to their special friend? And they never knew because they weren't able to communicate in the traditional ways. Well, the last week came of the school year and they went over to their special friend to say goodbye. And they said goodbye and they were getting ready to leave and they couldn't find their shoes. They were looking all over for it. Eventually, they found them hiding under the bed of their special friend. And they realized that they hid their shoes because they, their special friend did not want them to leave. Aww. And you never know how you're making an impact. You never know, you know, the difference you can make in someone's life can, can be life-changing. And we got to just keep the friendship alive and keep spreading it more and more. And that's, that's so true, right? I mean, we, we talk all the time about how you know, we go out into the world or we volunteer because we want to uh, give a blessing, but we receive a blessing just as much or maybe even more uh, by the people that we serve. And yeah, I mean, we want to go out, we want to make a lasting impact somewhere. And what a great way to do that, to, to become a friend, to be a friend to someone. And I think it's a domino effect then, you know, you, you're, you're a friend to someone and, and they, they gain confidence and they go out and they be a friend to somebody else and on and on, right? It's, it's wonderful. Um, you have a new location that opened not too long ago where the community has come together and they either donated to or volunteered at to make it this special gathering place for people to come to for coffee, for snacks. And then if you're feeling particularly creative, they can choose from a variety of different art projects to express themselves artistically. So stay tuned, and we're going to learn more about that when we return. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking with Lady Stein, Executive Director of the Friendship Circle. So what does your new space in Fox Point offer to the general public? Our new space offers a place to walk in and be happy, not only because of the amazing treats that you have there or the coffee, 
but simply because it was a space that was built by the community for the community. It's a coffee shop that serves Colectivo coffee. It's a bakery that serves Friendship Bakery and an art studio that can bring out the creativity of adults with special needs, of the general public, of anyone who wants to take part in it. It's an opportunity to walk into a space and the people working there, they may be an adult with special needs, they may be a professional, they may not be. It's all the same and all one. And we wanted our participants and the people involved in Friendship Circle not to just get a job that's hiding in the back of a kitchen or in a laundry room somewhere. We want them to feel and have equal opportunity in a place that's front and center. Coming into a coffee shop, being served by someone with special needs should not be an unusual scenario. This should be an inspiration for other organizations, for other businesses to show them that participants with special needs can be excellent employees. And I can tell you from an HR perspective, they are a pleasure to deal with. So yeah, Friendship Circle in Fox Point, the home of the coffee shop, bakery and art studio is a place that anyone can walk into, have a good time with your kids. It even has a sensory room. So if someone is feeling a little overstimulated, you can you know, calm down in that room. It's a great place. I use it often myself. Um, and it's really special. And then people can do some art projects too, right? Yeah, the art studio is an opportunity where you could either rent it out for a birthday party, you could have a corporate meeting in there, you could do a birthday party and any type of special event with an art activity, or just take a class and, you know, learn a specific type of art together with our art instructors. You could, you know, develop your your unique abilities and also hang up the art in our art gallery and then when it sells you could get a part of the money back so even if you're not ready to make that commitment of employment you still have opportunity in the art studio in the art studio to really express yourselves get involved and make a difference so you sell that's that's unique i wasn't aware of that so you sell you can sell some of the uh art pieces that people have created yeah, we hope to have quarterly events where we'll put all the art on display and we want to sell them and give our artists the opportunity to make a few dollars and some will go back to the studio to pay for the cost and some will go to the artists that they can help support themselves. That is fantastic. Now, actually, people are going to wonder where exactly are you? Give us the location of the cafe. We are right in Fox Point in the River Point Shopping Center. Um, it's right off of the highway, right in the middle between Milwaukee and Ozaki County. So it's a very strategic location, lots of parking, you know, ADA compliant, easy to walk in, very spacious. Uh, we now have outdoor seating. So it's a really convenient and beautiful location. And I love the idea that it was created by the community for the community. That's, that's wonderful. And on your website, you can go to In the News, and there's quite a few um, links of the different ways that uh, the, new, the news shows have been highlighting you. So I would encourage our listeners to check that out, uh, get more information, and for sure, go and visit, get a cup of coffee, some, some great bakery. That sounds awesome. And again, if you feel so inclined, go make some kind of artistic uh, piece that you could either sell or hang on to, right? That's, that's great. Yeah. 
Levy, tell us how you have adapted to current times. So obviously friendship circles all about fighting isolation. So when the COVID-19 pandemic really hit us, it was, it hit hard. It really hurts. I'm a parent myself of four children and having them home the whole day is very difficult. And I can't imagine what other families are going through today. So of course we adopted as best we can and we moved all our programs online, but just something unique that we did is we deliver supplies of the projects that we're working on in advance of the online program to everyone's house. And in one particular event, we had a volunteer that was on it. You know, I didn't know how the volunteer can help on a Zoom, but she noticed after the event was over that one of the participants didn't do their art projects. Well, I didn't notice. My wife didn't notice. No one else noticed, but she noticed. And after the event was over, she called us up and said, I noticed one of the members didn't do their art project. Is it okay if I call them up and do it with them at a pace that works for them? And that was a really beautiful moment that this brought out. But of course, we're looking forward to reopening for indoor seating at a low capacity. So we welcome everyone to support us, to come by. If you're not able to get out yet, you could buy a gift card. You can buy stuff to have it delivered. We really need the community's support, and we look forward to serving you. Wow. Well, again, if anybody's in the area, or even if you're just driving by on the expressway, right, you said that it's easy on, easy off. So uh, just go stop and and visit, say hello, and uh, stay a while, and uh, enjoy the environment. Um, How can our community get involved? Again, you mentioned that this is a a place that was uh, built by the community for the community. So uh, how then can you continue to get the community involved? What's your call to action? And so Friendship Circle is not serving a specific category of people. Everyone can get involved, whether you're a participant, whether you're a supporter, whether you're a volunteer. You could get involved in so many different ways. As simple as offering to volunteer, you could even just driving a volunteer to an event, whether you want to come to a program online or in person, you can do that. Whether you want to simply go into the coffee shop and buy a coffee, that is also helping us. You can volunteer at adult programs, at youth programs. There are so many different opportunities. So we ask you to visit our website at fcwi.org, email us, tell us what part of the organization talks to you most, and really get involved. And it's not just about getting involved with Friendship Circle, which is a wonderful thing. It's about looking out for the people around you. If you see someone with special needs that can use a smile, give them the smile. If you see another organization in town that talks to you more, get involved in that organization. We're all sharing the same model and the same goal of friendship for everyone. And, you know, we ask you all to do that. And then do you just serve the North Shore community or do you find that you have people coming from all over? Well, what's unique about the Friends at Home program is we compare teen volunteers to visit a child with special needs in their own community. So we even have some college students in Madison visiting families in Madison. We have some families in Green Bay visiting families in Green Bay. Um, but then there are bigger events where, where people come from far to here or some events that we do in different parts of town. So we'll have some events in Mequon and Thinesville and some events in Milwaukee and some events in other parts of town. So there's definitely something for everyone, but our home is right here in Fox Point and we hope everyone can come and stop by and get a cup of coffee, 
I'll show you around. You can reach out, we can schedule a time to meet, and there's so many opportunities for you to get involved. But you know, something as simple as buying a coffee can really make a difference. That's great. Uh, one more time, I want you to uh, tell our listeners your location so that they can uh, put that in their brain if they're passing by or if they live in the area to just stop by. So we're at the River Point Shopping Center at 8649 North Port Washington Road in Fox Point, just off of the 43 at exit 82. We're also online at fcwi.org where you can read all about our programs and everything that the organization does. Um, lots of parking. Come by and visit. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Levy, for sharing your passion uh, and sharing all about the Friendship Circle. Thank you for being here today. Absolutely. My pleasure. What we're emphasizing today is that every person has a unique set of gifts and abilities to offer the world, and every individual is worthy of acceptance every single day. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to learn about a nonprofit that started all because one mom wanted to be sure that the world saw her daughter as she did, a unique, wonderful person that offers a number of different gifts and abilities. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back to learn all about it. You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo. My next guest today is Sue Pelican, president of the board at Gigi's Playhouse Milwaukee. Welcome to the show today, Sue. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Well, we're excited to learn about Gigi's Playhouse. I've heard a lot about it, and it's, it'll be nice to have the audience learn as well. The theme that we're talking about today is that of acceptance and belonging. So tell us about this story of the mom and her daughter. Well, Nancy Gianni gave birth to her daughter, Gigi, around 2003, and she received a diagnosis of Down syndrome. When she first got the diagnosis, she and her husband got together and decided that if anyone could handle this, they could. However, they quickly realized just what they were up against when the medical community and everyone brought them very sterile information and bleak outcomes for their daughter. So Nancy made a promise to her daughter that she was going to change the way the world saw Down syndrome. And she quickly realized that her daughter was more alike than different. So she wanted to create a place where families could come together for resources, networking, and to celebrate the diagnosis of Down syndrome. So that's how she created Gigi's Playhouse and her mission became her promise to change the way the world sees Down syndrome. And, and how does Gigi's Playhouse accomplish that then? Well, first and foremost, we offer free programming at our uh, friendly playhouse and welcoming playhouse in uh, Fox Point, Milwaukee. But we are just one of 48 playhouses across the country. So we have specifically designed programs that address the needs for Down syndrome whether it be social or therapeutic. And we also cater to the family needs as well by addressing their needs. And so do you have a personal story of why you are involved with Gigi's Playhouse? Well, I became involved with Gigi's Playhouse first and foremost because I have a son with Down syndrome as well. And when he was born, it happened to be the same year that my uncle passed away. 
So it was a very big connection for me to understand that now I was going to carry on my grandmother's mission of changing the way the world saw Down syndrome as well, because she was a pioneer when my uncle was born by electing to keep him at home, raise him in a home and prove to the world that these people offered something to the world. So describe then what Gigi's Playhouse is and what it's like. Well, Gigi's Playhouse, the first thing you're going to see when you walk up to Gigi's Playhouse are the pictures of the kids on the windows. That to me speaks volumes and it also helps establish how we do intend to change the way the world sees Down syndrome. When you see these smiling faces on the wall and you recognize that these people are capable, they're friendly, and it's a great place to be. So for a new parent to approach Gigi's Playhouse, we understand just how hard it is for them to walk through the door because they might have gotten some really grim news and they're very scared about what the world and the future holds for their child. So we intend to create a world of acceptance once they walk through those doors. And so the Playhouse is very friendly. It's very welcoming. We continue the theme by having more pictures of kids on the walls. And we're providing programming to make sure that their kids become the best of all. And uh, that again, that idea of acceptance and belonging is so important to everybody, right? I mean, everybody wants to feel that. And I imagine uh, when you get a grim diagnosis from a doctor that perhaps these parents don't know what to do next, where to turn. And so knowing that Gigi's Playhouse exists is, is wonderful. It's a resource. Again, we always talk about know your resources, and that's why we do the show, so that list, people that are listening understand that there are people, there are places out there that offer support and encouragement and resources for any number of different things. So my understanding is that there are playhouses. The one in Milwaukee is just one of 48 across the nation and that you have one in Mexico and you're looking to expand, I'm guessing globally as well as within the United States. And each playhouse is independently funded, right? Correct. Okay. So you offer these free social and therapeutic programs that are designed to improve the lives of individuals with Down syndrome from birth through adulthood. So again, you're not just using your programs to serve younger kids. No. In fact, that's often a confusion point with the name Gigi's Playhouse, because a lot of people think it's just dedicated to little kids. But really, our focus is to dedicate ourselves to the little kids through adulthood. And many of our programs focus on things like social. So they might be more socially focused where the kids come in and uh, learn how to talk to one another. They learn how to talk to their peers and they gain confidence by expressing themselves to their peers. And that confidence is something they can take out into the world. We also offer a lot of therapeutic programming. So we have physical therapists that come in and work with our little kids to work on skills like crawling and walking. We have speech therapists that come in to work on skills for uh, better intelligibility with speech, better speech patterns. And in fact, our recent program with speech was just fabulous. We had the students from Marquette University, the graduate students came in to work with our participants 
and it was a smash hit. In fact, one of our parents even said, this is the first time um, I've heard my child speak in public. These therapists have helped us find our voice. So that's one of the really more impactful things that we are hoping to do through our programming. We also have uh, programs called GG Fit, which promotes physical fitness. And that is a program that we've started for our adults. And we do that in an outside location where gym trainers work with our individuals on specifically designed programming for individuals with Down syndrome to help address the needs that they might have, such as stability, uh, joint flexibility, and um, just overall fitness, which is a really important goal for everyone, including our participants. We hope to expand that program this summer with our teens, and we're really looking forward to taking that down into all of the age groups, all the way down to the babies. Do you do anything in terms of job readiness? Again, uh, Lady in our previous segment was talking about how they provide uh, jobs for adults, um, a place where they can feel needed and, and wanted and use their natural born abilities. Do you guys do any kind of occupational life skills things with adults? We hope to offer more adult programming as we grow. And we also hope to work with programs like the one that Levy has and think that that's actually a great opportunity for growth for us. Uh, we also do offer some programs such as TEAM, which is a program specifically designed for our adults, which is teaching exercise movement. And they also do a nutritional component to that where the adults come in for about two hours on a weeknight and they create a recipe, they implement the recipe, cook it. They also have time for conversation and they also do an exercise piece, whether it be yoga, they'll do Zumba. They've done um, all different kinds of activities. And that's one of our more popular programs amongst our adults. And we look forward to expanding that with our teen program called GG Kitchen which can also be an adult program. But again, it's uh, teaching the, we have a full-size kitchen within our playhouse. And so we're able to bring our participants in where they can practice their cutting skills, their cooking skills, their dishwashing skills, <laughs> and also learn more about nutrition because that's always an important element to um, help maintain a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. I mean, we all could use that, right? More exercise, more uh, getting out and moving and, and food. <laughs> that sounds good. You know, again, when you think about it, those are life skills, how to take care of yourself. You could turn it into a, uh, an occupation like an individual did uh, at the Friendship Circle. So lots of good things happening right here now across the country with Gigi's Playhouse. So stay tuned to hear about what's on the horizon for GGs and how they want to make an even bigger impact. We'll be right back after our commercial break. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo. I'm the Director of Community Outreach, and I'm talking with Sue Pelican, who is the, the president of the board at Gigi's Playhouse Milwaukee. 
So Sue, you guys are a relatively young nonprofit within the Milwaukee community. What, what have you guys learned since 2015? One of the big, biggest lessons that we've learned so far is there's a lot of difference between a startup organization in the nonprofit community and an established organization within the nonprofit community. As a five-year-old nonprofit, we call ourselves the teenagers of the nonprofit world, which means that we are working hard on building up a base within our community and understanding that we're not the new guys in town, so we're not going to get a ton of attention. We're more of the steady wins the race. We have decided that it's a really important time for us to keep expanding our footprint within the community and letting people know that Gigi's Playhouse Milwaukee is here and we're ready to serve our community. And that's why we do the show, right? You know, again, there's so many wonderful nonprofits. I've said so many times, 54,000 in the state of Wisconsin, and I believe that the number's up to close to 25,000 in southeastern Wisconsin. So many good organizations and not one can do it all. And so, you know, your comment about making connections and uh, fostering relationships is definitely important. Volunteers. We rely heavily on volunteers to run our operation. Currently, we have one full-time employee and one part-time employee. So that makes us relatively small. So to offer all the programs that we offer every month and to serve all of the families that we serve every year, we rely heavily on volunteers to help get that goal accomplished. So we utilize connections and collaborations with the universities. Uh, We have a great uh, partnership with Concordia University. We have a fabulous partnership going with Marquette University. We often work with the students at UW-Milwaukee to help bring those students in so that they can uh, volunteer with our participants as tutors, as uh, program leaders, which is a fantastic way for them to uh, not only expand their career, but develop better skills on working with individuals with special needs. We also feel like it's a really important connection to make with our donors, whom we call believers. We really feel like the donors, once they walk into the playhouse and understand what our mission is and how we accomplish that, they will then become believers. And we think it's really important that we involve our believers with our mission and invite them in to come and see the playhouse, come to a program, come to one of our events, uh, get a hug from one of our kids, because those are really special experiences and you get to see Uh, where your donations go in action. We also feel it's really important to make different connections with our families. Again, we really believe in Nancy's other mission, which is Generation G, which is be accepting, be kind, and be generous. And we want to make sure that our families feel that the way, the minute they walk through the door. So we want everyone to walk through the door, hear the music that's playing, see the colors and the, the, friendly attitude that we have and see that there's hope for their future and we're here to celebrate their child with them. We love to be the first ones to give their new babies a big hug. Um, We love it when a new family brings in a new baby. We also love to meet people who've never walked in, but we're just walking by the playhouse, saw the pictures on the window and knocked on the door. That's one of our best days and I absolutely adore meeting new families as well. Um, to let them know all the wonderful things that we have to offer. The other thing we've really figured out 
as time has gone by, how necessary it is to collaborate with our other nonprofit partners. I had a big meeting with a gal from the Autism Society. Uh, we chatted about all the things that they're doing and all the things that we're doing, all the ways that we could help collaborate together. We also work closely with Friendship Circle and love that our two locations are so close that we can actually use each other to provide different parts of an event at the same time. So we might have a meeting down at Friendship Circle and we are watching the kids up at Gigi's Playhouse or vice versa. And that makes a really great opportunity for us to share together our mission and also our spaces. Uh, that collaborative piece is so important. Again, not one can do it all, as we've said many times. And so to recognize the other nonprofits that uh, what they do and what they do well, and then recognize what you do and what you do well and work together to provide the best possible solution. That's, that's awesome that you can do that and that you have done that, like you said, with Friendship House. Where do you see your playhouse headed then? Again, we want to keep expanding our reach within the community, and we have identified that one of the best places that we could do that is to take our mission to some of the underserved populations within our community. So we really have a new goal to take our programs into the inner urban areas of our community and set up places where those folks can come and share our programs with them um, without them having to come over to our playhouse. We also recognize that it's harder for some of the people that live in the outer edges of our community to get into um, our playhouse. So we hope to take our uh, programs down to areas like Racine, up to places like Sheboygan, because those are communities that we see come to our playhouse and they're like, gee, we'd love to come to more of Gigi's stuff. It's just 45 minutes away or it's an hour away. And we understand that that's a, a long haul for a family with kids. Um, you know, we're all trying to do a lot together. So that's one of the areas that we see. We also would like to form more partnerships with different universities, different nonprofits, and connect with more volunteers to let them know that, you know, there's a place here for them to volunteer at as well. And we'd also like to grow our board and staff. As a young nonprofit, we recognize that we're at a place where we're ready to become, call it more professional in the nonprofit world, <laughs> not just be a group of doers, but really expand and see our, our roots grow within the community a little better. You also had mentioned that facility expansion so that you can offer more than one program at a time. I think it's, it's important for our listeners to understand that uh, you are from Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Playhouse, and that there's a playhouse in Madison and in Wausau, and again, all across the country and Mexico. So they're all over. So, I mean, you can make people from all over can make that connection. But you are talking about, in terms of facility expansion, your particular facility in Milwaukee, correct? Correct. Uh, we would love to be able to offer a little kid program and an adult program at the same time. And possibly maybe even hold a meeting going on at the same time so that our volunteers can work together, you know, in a meeting setting. So that's a really important goal. And we also, one of our biggest pieces that we offer at Gigi's Playhouse Milwaukee is one-to-one -one tutoring that we offer for free in our math and literacy. So our playhouse has a large open space. We have a full kitchen, but we also have 
tutoring rooms that are set up so that these one-on-one -on -one sessions can happen. And we are hoping to expand our tutoring rooms so that we can get even more tutoring opportunities available for our participants. Then also to expand our gym capabilities so that when we do offer our GG Fit, we can have some more of those programs in-house. So I think that's a really big goal for us at this time. What does the Playhouse need to get to those future goals, that, that vision? What do you want the community to know that you're in need of? Well, first and foremost, like most nonprofits, we're always looking for volunteers. Many people I've spoken say, oh, I've thought about volunteering at Gigi's, but I'm not sure I know what I would do. How could I run a tutoring session? I'm not really confident about doing that. And I want those volunteers to know that at Gigi's Playhouse, we have all of the materials there for you to use. We have all of the training that we can provide you with. And we can make sure that it's a successful session for both you and the participant. We're also wanting our community to know that we're always ready for more believers. <laughs> like any nonprofit, you know, coming up with funding is always a challenge. It's part of the everyday world of the nonprofit uh, sector. And I recognize that now. And we also are looking for people who might be interested in joining our board and giving back in that way. Everybody has something to offer. When I first joined the board, I was like, I don't think I can do this. I'm just a landscape architect and a stay-at-home mom. I don't really have corporate board capabilities or nonprofit board capabilities. And what I have learned from my experiences is that everybody has something to offer, whether it's your organizational skills, whether it's your voice, whether it's your patience in dealing with kids who might take a little longer to figure something out, or whether it's just the idea that you like to clean toys. I think that's an important thing for everyone to understand. Everyone can bring something. Find out what your talents and gifts are and then find a way to use them. How has your playhouse pivoted with the pandemic and the quarantine? Well, one of the best things I've learned about being part of a national organization is that we do have a national set of resources available to us. Gigi's Playhouse was able to pivot really quickly and provide virtual programming for our participants within about 10 days once the, the quarantines were started. Our national offices provided virtual programming for our young participants. And then through that platform, Gigi's Playhouse Milwaukee was also able to provide local virtual programming so that our teens and adults could connect with their peers. And I think that was a really winning opportunity for them. In fact, uh, our book club is one of the most popular things for the participants. And we have participants who get together once a week with a volunteer virtually and talk about books and it's a great way for them to connect. Awesome. Well, Sue, thank you for, for being here today and for sharing your passion and your skill set. Again, as you said, everybody can do something and just determine what that is. Thank you for being here and being a guest today. We want to know before you leave quickly, uh, contact information. How can our listeners get a hold of you? Well, Gigi's Playhouse is located at the uh, River Point Shopping Center in Fox Point, right above Friendship Circle. We can be reached by telephone at 414-797-0522. 
and our email is milwaukee at gigisplayhouse.org. There you go, listeners. You got all that information there. I want to thank my guest today, Levy Stein, Executive Director of the Friendship Circle. And again, Sue Pelican, President of the Board at Gigi's Playhouse Milwaukee. Thank you both for being our guests and sharing the many ways that you make people feel loved and accepted. Our hope is that you'll continue to make a big impact locally. If you would like further information about what we talked about today or you'd like to be considered as a guest on the show, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com or you can call our office at 262 691-3200. Join us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. when we highlight some more great people and nonprofits doing great things in our community. You can tune in either on the AM dial, AM 1130 on your radio, or you can go to newstalk1130.com on your computer or tablet. You can go to our website at ellenbecker.com and listen to previously aired shows, or you can now listen on demand at Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. Hopefully the information we shared today was informative and helpful in learning about how some great nonprofits are making a difference in the lives of others and also how you might be able to use your passion and your talents to reach out and give back. As always, find a way to be a blessing and give a blessing. Have a great Sunday.